This week, we have been reviewing updates from different organizations, right. uh, talking about um, the updates on, on, on parenting kids and, right. and spanking, some updates regarding um, you know, physicians' policies and thoughts about um, right. gun violence. And today, we're going to update um, the recommendations for concussion treatment. Right, this is a fascinating, um, it's short, but fascinating. Uh, it is. Changes in the uh, protocol for concussions. Right, uh, for the longest time, the recommendation was uh, mm -hmm. after a person has a concussion, they should, of course, stop physical activity. Immediately, um, stop, immediately. stop that, especially any contact. Right, Okay. so if you're playing soccer <coughs> or American football mm -hmm. or something and, and you have a head injury, there's a suspected concussion. Um, <coughs> in fact, right. it, um, if there's any headache or pain or anything mm -hmm. like that, uh, immediately, the player is to come out of the game right. um, and should not be going back in. Right. Um, and then evaluated to determine you know, if there was a concussion. Mm -hmm. um, previously, the recommendation was if the, a concussion occurred, the person should be um, removed from sports and right. any, any physical activity, no, no running, mm -hmm. no jogging, no um, right. even uh, light even exercise, right. even mm -hmm. for uh, a period of time until the, a physician approves. Um, and in some cases, they even rec would recommend for students not to return to school. That's right. Um, no significant cognitive um, mm -hmm. um, efforts and work uh, should happen until they're approved to um, do so by the physician. Right. And then there was a third um, admonition, third, third prohibition at the time, and that was um, avoid all screen time. Right. So when, I, when these young students had, and I, I had one, I had a boy who had a concussion, he was a, a high school student, football player, and they're automatically very active. Right. I mean, we're talking about the kids right. who are athletes mm -hmm. by nature. So kids who are athletes tend to be more active, right. okay? So first of all, you remove them from all, mm -hmm. um, all these competitive sports, especially any contact sport, mm -hmm. lacrosse, soccer, football, even basketball, mm -hmm. okay? So anywhere where they might get jostled again. Second thing was uh, no activity, no physical activity. Right. And the third was keep them in a dark, essentially keep yeah. them in a dark room. Exactly. Okay? And the idea was you have to give the brain a chance right. to rest. Right. And so you don't want to stimulate it physically with activity. You don't want to stimulate it in school mm -hmm. cognitively. And you don't want to stimulate it with electronics right. visually. Okay. Right. So the idea was keep the brain calm while it's recovering from the right. concussion. And right. that was the guideline, I think, since 98 or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So this month, November of 2018, right. um, the American <coughs> Academy of Pediatrics updated their recommendations. Right. And it, it is uh, somewhat different because they're taking into account the fact that most of these students who, who have concussions right. um, are active, are, um, you know, typically involved in different um, mm -hmm. social and, and physical activities. Right. Um, and what was happening is that because these students were physically active, when they removed them from all mm -hmm. physical activity following concussion, those students began to experience depression to get depre um, and ex right. other mood-related problems. That's right. And it worsened their, um, their eventual outcome because it made it more difficult for them to recover from, this, right. from the concussion. Yeah, when they started doing systematic research, yeah. that's what they found, that these kids who had been very active suddenly are not allowed to be moving around, um, walking or, or going, you know, just going out with their friends and right. doing nothing. Um, 
And so it led to increases in depression and mm -hmm. anxiety and all that sort of stuff. And so y it's hard to keep these kids down. Well, right. the revive. So when they did the research, they discovered that um, rates of depression and anxiety started to increase in mm -hmm. these kids, and that's mm -hmm. not good for them. So um, then they did research on how about just some light activity mm -hmm. like walking or bicycling, and that was okay. Turned out that the the result, the outcomes for those kids were just as good mm -hmm. uh, as far as the concussion is concerned, but they had lower rates of depression and anxiety. Right, right. right. So that was that was one thing. Right. So, so the new recommendations <coughs> uh, really address all three That's of right. those original mm -hmm. uh, things, and so they're now saying that light, light. Um, physical activity is okay. Right. Um, again, mm -hmm. no, nothing contact, nothing um, overly strenuous, but right. but some uh, light. Uh, activity mm -hmm. um, that they shouldn't, <clears throat> you know, that it's okay uh, to return to school. Um, and that was another thing because if they couldn't go back to school, they right. started to get behind academically. Yeah. And these are kids who had hope, and you know, right. you have to keep up with your schoolwork in order to continue right. playing, competing. Mm -hmm. And also, a lot of these kids wanted to go to college. Right. So then they began to get worried about if I can't go to school, I'm going to get behind academically. Right. Again, another problem, unforeseen right. circumstance. Right, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the, the third, mm -hmm. of course, had it had, was related to um, the screen, screen time, time and everything right. like that. And again, you know, recognizing that students typically are interacting and engaging right. socially in that way, you know, to avoid some of these mood-related issues. So, so I think that the bottom line is what they're recognizing is that not only <clears throat> do we have to be cautious or conscientious of right. the brain activity following a concussion. But we have to also take into account the, the impact of mood and emotions and some right. of those things That's right. following a concussion because those um, factors are going to have just as significant of an impact on their mm -hmm. um, progress and development right. as anything else. That's right. And we, for, you know, we forgot about that early on when, when we became acutely aware of uh, the dangers mm -hmm. of concussion, especially in teenagers where right. this could be a lifelong problem right. and get worse mm -hmm. as they mature. Um, and so parents, understandably, were very reluctant to um, have their kids return. Right. Coaches, parents, mm -hmm. schools, everybody who had some responsibility right. for this child were very, very concerned. The academy did the, did the um, research. Mm -hmm. They, they uh, went through the research studies. And this Mark Halstead, the guy who, who's the head of this um, work group, mm -hmm. um, is the real deal. He's right. the director of the concussion program. Right. Uh, in St. Louis uh, at the hospital there in St. Louis, Washington University. And so um, he's, he went out, collected all these research mm -hmm. studies and said, well, the research suggests that, right. and they made these recommendations. Yeah. The other thing they said at the end, so this is, a, I, I think, a relief, mm -hmm. I think, for, for the kids, certainly, mm -hmm. but also for their parents because right. it, it eases things up a little bit. The final caveat, of course, and, and I'm glad that the, the study group mentioned this, is that each concussion is unique. Right. And so some kids, can, depending on the type of concussion, right. um, there was a, a concussion this week, one of the football games that was played, um, one of the players had a serious concussion. It was a football player. I think it was at the college level. And um, he's going to have to take some time off because mm -hmm. he really took, right. really took a hit. That's one type of concussion. Right. You know, others, like in soccer, you have them, but they're probably less severe. I would guess. Well, right? not necessarily. But heading the ball yeah. can and, and create. Um, sometimes when two players are going up, head, mm -hmm. you know, they, they go head to head. That would be worse because right. there's no 
they don't wear helmets in soccer. Okay, right. so that could actually be a worse kind right. of concussion. So each one is unique, mm -hmm. and each kid is unique. Right. But at least this gives parents and and schools a little more leeway right. in what to do afterwards. Absolutely, so I think it's a good good contribution. Absolutely, and, and we have to remember too that concussions <coughs> can happen in any type of sport, any sport. whether it's uh, football, soccer, uh, cheerleading, mm -hmm. dance. Um, you know, any of those um, right. activities. Um, and athletic um, activities can cause a, um, can result in a concussion. Right. So uh, we've got to be mindful of that. So. Right, that's so, right. All right, that so. is it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.